Blog Talk Radio. show for you. I am on YouTube Live, and I'm also on the Blog Talk Radio. Feel free to join in, 516-418-5572, 516-418-5572. I'm doing double duty, as they say. I'm doing double duty. So I'm, I'm actually did a live earlier show today with UFL Fan Den, and I'm back here tonight doing the Allen Alfred Sports Talk Show. If you love what you do and you're passionate, there's never enough time to continue to go ahead and do it. So before we get the show kicked off officially, let's thank our wonderful sponsor. Let me put it over here so you can see it better. Chef G's Florida Barbecue Sauce. So delicious and addicting, you may need a support group. Make sure you support Chef G's. Visit him right here in Tampa at 301 South 22nd Street, Tampa, Florida. Definitely come on by and let them know that the Allen Alfred Sports Talk Show sent you. And if you're out of the area, you can't come to Tampa, that's quite all right. You can visit Chef G's and get one of the any one of the four great flavors right at flbbqsauce.com. Again, it's flbbqsauce.com. Don't forget that great sauce. And definitely don't forget that sauce because guess what? The Super Bowl is right around the corner. If you order now, you'll have a chance to get this delicious sauce in time for the Super Bowl. So don't hesitate. Go get that sauce. All the music here today is funded and provided by Sam Scholar. Right out of Maine. Really appreciate Sam Scholar. Really appreciate his beautiful wife, Mary. And guess what? That intro song was by Sam Scholar. And the next song you're going to hear right now is by Sam Scholar. It's a Chef G's Florida Barbershop song. Sang by none other than Sam Scholar. If you need a music artist, please reach out to me. And I will connect you to Sam. And guess what? I see a big hit. 
something special brewing. So make it happen. Reach out to me. Here's the Chef Geese Florida Barbecue Sauce song, sang by none other than Sam Scola. Counting for the variety, Chef G's Florida barbecue sauce, a natural flavor. Chef G's Florida barbecue sauce, Florida gold honey mustard on burgers and ribs. Tasty fusion on pork and sausage. Classic taste for chicken steak tips. A hot heat wave on meatballs and ham. It's a cookout treat. Chef cheese, Florida barbecue sauce. Serve on fish and vegetables. Chef cheese, Florida barbecue sauce. Chef G, Florida barbecue sauce. Chef G, Florida barbecue sauce. Chef G, Florida barbecue sauce. So delicious and addicting. You may need a support group. Don't forget that sauce, flbbqsauce.com. Again, it's flbbqsauce.com. Got a lot of stuff to get to. And, man, we're going to have a great show. Again, that number, 516-418-5572. 516-418-5572. Come on in and let's talk. So I'm going to start off the day by, first and foremost, thanking a few people. Excuse me. I got to thank number one, my co-host from the UFL fan den, none other than Kurt Swieger. And you know what? We did a great show today. We had Coach Shiver right on the line with us from the Louisiana Voodoo, Voodoo and um, that's the uh, Arena Football League there in Louisiana. And that is awesome because we had Coach Shiver there and that interview, if you haven't seen it already, just click on the UFL Fan Den. You can check on my page and can find it, or you can go right to UFL Fan Den. Coach Shiva was outstanding. And what I got from that was arena football is awesome. And definitely what they're going to be doing right there with the, the voodoo is going to be outstanding. I'm excited. And what I love about what coach Shiver shared today is how transparent and how easy it is for you to get in contact with the players, the coaches. I mean, if you go to the tryout and I posted that on Instagram, I didn't post it on Facebook just yet. I will post it on Facebook, but you can see their contact information right at the bottom of the flyer. That's awesome. I mean, I covered the UFL. I'm going to be covering the UFL. I should say in 2024, I covered the XFL Orlando Guardians, and it, it's just, you just felt as if it took, it's taken too long to get to the point where you feel as if you're getting a good transparency and communication. That was one of the great things about the XFL is that 
you you always felt as if you were part of the process. I hope that's something that that changes for the better. But man, I'd have to say that interview with Coach Shiver. That was awesome. You know, that was really, really a great way to start the day. I enjoyed it tremendously. And please check it out. You know, I'm encouraged. I'm encouraged. My brother does live in New Orleans. So I'm, I'm encouraged to come down there and catch a arena football game. You know, I mean, that's, that's what I said. And one of the things I did say to coach was, hey, don't lose that enthusiasm. So they have a tryout that's coming up. I did post that on. Let me go ahead and just say here. I did post it up on the webpage of Instagram. I'm going to pull it up for you guys. In fact, let me pull it up right now so I can kind of read it to you. So if you are a prospective player, I know a lot of players, you know, with the blessing is that they follow me. They keep on tabs on what what's going on because, you know, you know what? I'm a source of information for them and I don't mind it at all because, you know, I like to be an informational super highway. Here's some information. Louisiana voodoo football open tryouts, February 18th, 2024. The check-in time is at 9:30 AM to 11. Your tryout time is at 11 to three. And why that's important is because you want to make sure when you're trying out for this, some food for thought, is that you come prepared. Have yourself some energy drinks. Have yourself anything to keep your your energy level high the entire day because it is from 9.30 to 3, and you want to show your best. The location is Westlake High School, Westlake, Louisiana. There is a fee, a small fee, $65 for pre-registration, $80 on-site for registration. So if you pay, if you scan the QR code or you go ahead and register, you'll get a, a savings there. And for more information, contact James Shiver, the coaches. This is on my Instagram story, and that's at under Alan Alford. So check it out, Alan Alford. But that's definitely a great thing for you guys to get involved. If you want to get involved and try out, I encourage you to go ahead and do so. So it was awesome to have AFL Louisiana Voodoo football team coach. You know, definitely – Coach Shiver earlier today, James Shiver, it was awesome. Awesome interview. I really encourage you guys to go watch it. Do want to say other, another thing about that interview that was really cool. You know, he gave an analogy and shout out to Kurt Warner during that interview. And that was really cool. If you haven't done so already, watch that story, the, the movie, The American Underdog, starring Kurt Warner. I highly recommend that too because I did watch that film. I'm glad that he brought it up, and I did watch it. I did watch it from beginning to end. It is an outstanding film. So when you play arena football, hey, Kurt Warner ended up winning Super Bowl MVP, Super Bowl ring, and now he's a Hall of Famer. So don't neglect some of the players that you might see for arena football. Andrew Jamil, who played for the Orlando Gardens, I got the pleasure of interviewing him a couple times. We're friends. He also played arena football and there's quite a few other players that I've come across with that played arena football so don't discount it check out Louisiana voodoo and awesome uniforms he said that the helmet's going to be a splash he didn't want to spoil a surprise watch that interview and guess what we got our first caller today we're going to bring him on right now 
Hey, how you doing so far, Lou? All right. So, arena football's on the way back. Arena football's on the way back. Yes, indeed. You got that right. Mm-hmm. We had Coach Shiver on, on earlier today, not on on the Allen Alpha Sports Network show. We had him on the UFL Fan Den, a show that I co-host, and mm-hmm. he spent about 30 minutes with us, and it was awesome. I mean, you know what? The coach sold me. You know, he sold me on coming down to arena football and checking it out. Yeah. What do you think is better, yeah, arena that- football or the UFL? Hmm. Well, it's a dance. It's totally different because arena is indoors, and of course, UFL, UFL is of course a traditional outdoor game. So you know, it's it's really two different brands of kind of football. So I guess it can both work. But as we all know, that spring leagues, as usual, have fizzled out within the first year or two. And even though, despite the merge of the XFL and the USFL. You know, it's it's really kind of hard to tell how it's going to work. So you are not too encouraged? No, because I've seen this happen before. I mean, every spring league has failed within the first three years. Yeah, and I know. And, of course, you know, take a page in 2018 when they had that AA. That even finished its season, for crying out loud. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm hoping that this – UFL, as well as the AFL works. I'll start with the latter first UFL. I hope it does work because when you get involved, you see how players, coaches, fans, they need this. And yeah. I know it's, you're right, Lou, to your point, there is, your odds are stacked against you. Yes, there is no doubt about it. It's not that you're really competing with the NFL. It's just... no. I don't, you know, I don't know if there's enough meat on the bone to sustain it. I, I, you know. Right. And a couple of things that are alarming to me, which I did bring up in this interview, and so did my co-host, is the lack of, I would just, I guess I would use the word professionalism that the UFL has shown. It's not just me. Other media outlets that I'm friends with, they have not returned emails they have not shown like you know like they they're engaged like somebody should be answering emails pumping this thing up you can't act like you're the nfl you can't act like you you know you got it Correct. you got it you know what i'm saying like the nfl where where it, it's super bowl slipped my mind what super bowl are we up to 56 am i right about that or 58 58 see i'm two behind super bowl 58 I mean, that shows you how long the NFL has been around. Yes. That's just crazy when you think about it. Super Bowl 58. Mm-hmm. You have to look at it like, you know what? I have to run this business and get it off the ground. I can't look at the NFL right now. Correct. You need to look that way for at least at least five to seven years. You're not in the same – you're not in the category, and you and that's not a bad thing. You just – you shouldn't be comparing yourself to the NFL. It's just not. That would be the problem. I'm sorry, say again? That might be the problem. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Like, hey, UFO, if you're listening, you can't start acting like you won 58 Super Bowl, if you know what I'm saying. You got to go out right. there and, and take advantage of the people that's willing to help you while they're willing to help you. Don't start acting like you won 58 Super Bowls. Yeah, you won 58 Super yeah. Bowls. You can call your shots. Yeah, yeah, there's no doubt. 
You won eight Super Bowls, you can call your shots. That's more than Brady. But you haven't won one Super Bowl yet. So let's come back down to earth and return some emails. And they returned my email, which I feel, you know, thank God, you know, it took it took a while, but I got a response. You don't have a lot of really – well, you have a few big city areas that are going to be in the Arena League. But, um, you know, once again, New York is snubbed out. Has any teams since, like, you know, uh, I think uh, the mid-'90s or whatever. So it's really not going to be a big attention grab. I mean, you have Philadelphia, but that's on my job on Joby and whatnot. You have Orlando, um, fellow teams in the, the south. But, you know, it's not going to be a big attention grabber because you don't really have a lot of, you know, uh, big city, uh, big city markets. Yeah, and in between what I heard, I mean, I heard part of the one of the top quarterbacks in the league of the XFL. I heard part of his interview before we did that. We went live earlier today. In between going live earlier today, I was able to watch his entire interview, and what he said wasn't great. To make a long story mm-hmm. short, he basically said that because of the merger, he's only going to be making 1600 bucks a month, which is below what he needs to support his family. Yeah. So he did not give an answer of whether he's going to return or not, but based on what he was saying and the way he was saying it, I would be more surprised if he comes back. And he's one of the top quarterbacks in the league. That's, that's A.J. McCarron. I'd be surprised if he comes back because that's disappointing. The fact that you merge and you reduce the guys that, that stuck around, that's sticking around, you reduce their salary. That's disappointing. Yeah. But, you know, I'm going to talk more about that later on the show. I know a lot of people are interested in in more of what I have to say on that topic. I'll talk more about that later, but I did want to get your, your thoughts on this, Lou. What are your thoughts on the Super Bowl? What do you think, first of all, about the, the Ravens and the Lions not moving forward. You know, I really thought that I really thought that um, the Lions had in the bag, especially in the first the first half. But you know, they made a few mistakes toward the end, and unfortunately, they they, they couldn't hold hold the lead. And you shouldn't count the Forty ers I mean, they are you know a dominant team in the NFC, and maybe if. Um, the Lions didn't uh, show up for the field goal and not made those mistakes, uh, maybe they might have won it. But I like a guy who takes chances. I mean, you know, you know, he's like saying, well, we didn't come here to play for the tie. We came here for the win. And, you know, he had guts. I mean, okay, the result and, you know, didn't go the way he wanted. But I got to admire a coach who goes for guts. You know, I'm sorry they didn't come out that, the way I wanted to, but, you know, I, I have to give him credit. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I didn't totally slam him because of this. He's been consistently doing that the whole year. And yes. I'm a person who says, and I will even say it, no matter what you're doing, if it's been successful for you, of course, it's not cheating, that is. If if you're doing something that's successful, you need to keep doing that. You can't go away from what has been working well for you. No, and, I don't know. I wouldn't totally slam him. I agree with you on that. I, the only thing I questioned yeah. with not kicking that field goal was I felt like he didn't need to go that aggressive in that moment. You still had a lot of time in the game, seven mm-hmm. minutes. 
I personally would have opted to kick the field goal and tie the game. It's not like you're not playing not to win, but there's still seven minutes left on the clock. You understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. you still are giving the 49ers plenty of time to come back down and score. So I didn't think he had to go for all or nothing in that situation. I don't think he – that's my, my thing with it. Like, yeah, I respect you for going for it. You was consistent. But I said you also have to look at the situation you're in. There's still seven minutes on the clock. Even if you get that field goal and you tie the game, that's seven minutes left on the game on the clock. So I, I personally probably w- would have just taken the points to at least secure a tie and try to win it with the seven minutes left. Yeah. But, you know, it wasn't meant to be. What do you think your thoughts on the, the Ravens? Ravens choked. I mean, Lamar couldn't handle it. I mean, I thought, you know, if it was going to be on that game, yes, they would have won, but, you know, he just wasn't. And that was more of a defensive game, which I thought it was going to be in the first place. I was hoping that Lamar Jackson was going to, you know, be able to shut the critics up and thinking that he is, you know, worthy of, you know, taking the taking uh, the Ravens to a Super Bowl, but he just couldn't, he just couldn't live up to it. No, I agree. I agree. I just I was really hoping he balled out yeah. this game more than anything so he can get the, the critics off his back. I, I think a lot of his criticism is unfair, but he did not silence the critics with his performance. And I'm going to no. talk a lot about the Ravens in the show a bit later, but it's not just Lamar. There's a plenty of blame to go in that game outside of Lamar. You mentioned the defense. I felt the coaching let let Lamar down. Zay Flowers yeah. was a big, big part in that. So I'm going to go more into details about it. But, yeah, it's not all Lamar, but Lamar – I'm going to talk more about Lamar, too. But he well, has the to blame. Flowers came out strong in the first quarter, I thought maybe that might have helped. You know, he did score that opening touchdown yeah. for them. That was, that was maybe one of, of maybe four or five great passes that he made that game, and that was pretty much it. It wasn't enough. It was just not consistent enough. And that was a great play, but that was just too few, too far between to beat the Chiefs. You, you know what I mean? It was magnificent, that play. Don't get it wrong. Not taking anything away from it, but you needed to do more of that to beat the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. But one thing that they ain't going to hey, beat, they're going to beat Lou on a Saturday. They're not going to beat Lou on Saturday between 4 and 6 p.m. on the Enhanced Sports Show and on YouTube. The 4 or 6 p.m. Yeah. and sports show. So let us know what you got cooking for this weekend. Well, of course, we're going to recap the, the um, NFL Conference Championships, much to my dismay, because both, both my predictions uh, lost. Uh, boy. Uh, we'll discuss the nominations for the NFL uh, Awards, a.k.a. the NFL Honors, that's what we call it. Um, we'll also discuss, uh, yeah, we'll take care of the Pro Bowl. You know, a little bit. Uh, the way too early uh, season schedule for 2024, and that's going to be a series for a while. It's going to run about eight weeks because we're not going to do all eight divisions in one day. That would take up forever. Uh, we'll recap uh, the men's final in the Australian Open. We'll go through the we'll go through the reserve list of the NBA All Star Game. We'll take a look at the NHL All Star Game because that'll be in progress tomorrow when the show be uh, when the show begins. Uh, well. Um, College basketball, men's and women's, 
UFC, uh, WWE. Uh, we'll look at the monthly um, schedule events and standings. Uh, the ridiculous night of the week. Sports trivia. I don't know if I can fit this all in. Uh, the feel-good story of the week and this week in history. And anything else I can, didn't cover. <laughs> so uh, if you got tomorrow between 4 and 6 at Eastern Time, call 512-543-4662. RP 512-543-4662 to call uh, to be part of the show. Uh, we welcome all new callers. But remember, if you are a new caller, remember, be on your best behavior. <laughs> oh, I want to get your thoughts on something that um, – came across the wire a few hours ago. Um, well, I know this is about your generation, but you remember the uh, the Rocky movies, right? Yes. Yeah, we lost we lost one of them. We lost Carl Weathers earlier today. And he actually did play professional football in the U.S. and Canada. Yeah, Carl Weathers, may yeah. he rest in peace. In fact, I'm glad you, you brought that up. I did see that. And I did see a, a really, really nice post from quite a few people, but Adam Sandler's post of Carl Weathers was, was magnificent. He played Apollo yeah. Creed, I don't know. And I forget the golf name when he played. Happy uh, Gilmore. Oh. Happy Gilmore. The movie was Happy Gilmore, but what was his yeah. character's name? I forget. Hmm. Imagine that, Bob Barker and Carl Weathers in the same movie together. Oh, wow. That's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, that was that was an awesome. I want piece of you. I want the whole thing. Yes, I can. I forget Chubbs. I can. I forget right. Chubbs. Yeah. Yeah, Carl Weathers, man, may he rest in peace. And athlete, great actor. Yes. In fact, we're gonna do a moment of silence. In fact, right now for Carl Weathers who's no longer with us. Do a moment of silence. Yeah, definitely rest in peace, Carl Weathers. Thanks for bringing that up, Lou. Yeah, sure. But yeah, guys, you got to make sure you support Lou. Come on between 4 and 6. Phone number is 512-543-4662. 512-543-4662. Lou and the Enhanced... I want you. I want you. Oh. <laughs> That's right. I show my yeah. age you know. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. It's... Well, I don't know before I remember something further, I'll just go. So I hope to <laughs> see you tomorrow, and uh, good night. Good night, Lou. I appreciate you. Definitely. You the man. Small between 4 and 6 p.m. You'll see me there. But yes, folks, that is Lou. Always appreciate Lou from the Enhanced Sports Show coming by here to visit us on the Allen Alfred Sports Talk Show. It doesn't get much better than that. Make sure you support Lou. Stay in the time zone. You can catch him right here on YouTube. Just type in Enhanced Sports Show. Or you can go ahead and call him between 4 and 6, 512-543-4662. 543-4662. That is Lou. But yeah. I'm just going to talk a bit more about the Ravens. And 
first and foremost, to start the game, there was a lot to unpack there. Extremely disappointed, more so in Patrick Mahomes than Travis Kelsey and the way that they treated Justin Tucker. Okay. I kind of, I could see that behavior from Travis Kelsey because he's the one. I could see him doing that type of behavior, just calling for what it is. It was really unbecoming to see them trying to bully and get a psychological advantage over Justin Tucker. It was disappointing because, yes, you're competing. I get it. But there's a level of respect that you have to give your opponent. And I'm going to talk more about the respect level. But I, I thought it was really crass for Patrick Mahomes. I'm not going to lie to you. And I'm, not, I'm calling it the way I see it. It's not trying to take a dig at him. I'm calling it both Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes did what I would call a Bush League move. I repeat, a Bush League move. I expect it from Travis Kelsey, because let's be real, he doesn't have the class that Patrick Mahomes does. So it didn't surprise me that, that Travis Kelsey did that. Just letting you know the way it is. I don't care about this Taylor Swift thing. I'm going to tell you how I feel. I could see Travis Kelsey doing that. It was disappointing to see Patrick Mahomes doing that, which means that you've been hanging around said play, person too long, Travis Kelsey, okay? You were bullying Justin Tucker. Again, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey was bullying, you know, Justin Tucker. Justin Tucker, on the other hand, handled himself with a lot of dignity and class because when you throw around somebody's stuff, using myself as example, I take pride in the stuff that I purchase. When I purchase something, I take care of it. You're throwing away my stuff, not throwing away, but flinging it. That can trigger a lot of people to throw hands. I'm just being real with you. And for me, it would take it would take almost every single fiber in my body to not want to throw hands on you. Okay? Fighting words to me. So they were bullying Justin Tucker. And Justin Tucker smirked and he handled himself with utmost class. Okay, don't let Travis Kelsey try to BS you that, oh, oh, you were being the wrong one. Okay, if this guy has done this for his whole career, and let's say he was on your side of the field, that's still not high. That doesn't give you the right to act like a jerk towards him because he's trying to warm up. You had the whole field to warm up. You were just catching the ball. You could have moved over a little bit and kept caught the ball. I'm sure he was going to finish the routine real soon. You did not have to act that way and behave that way, okay? You can go on any podcast you want, being Travis Kelsey, and try to sell me that Justin Tucker was in the wrong and, and he was the being the one that was being a jerk. I am not buying it for one second. You were bullying the man. You owe him an apology, and he handled himself with class, true class, Okay? That's my take on that. Did you get a psychological advantage over him? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I doubt it. You know, Justin Tucker is a world-class kicker. So it wasn't because you bullied him why you won the game. I'm going to get into that in a few moments. The reason why the Chiefs moved past the Ravens, starting from the very top, was the biggest culprit in this game was by far the coaching. The Ravens did a terrible, absolutely terrible job in coaching this game. It was so poor that I was shocked 
how bad of a job the Ravens did in coaching. You got to stick to what has got you there. I said that early in the show, running the ball, mixing things up, not having Lamar just back up and try to throw the ball like he's Tom Brady who can't run and he's got, you know, his feet cemented to the ground. Lamar is Lamar. You have to use him what's best fitted for the guy that you have. He can run, he can move, but he's not a guy that stands back there and passes 30-plus times a game. You had to use his legs some, but you also needed to set that up with running the ball. You, didn't, you ran the ball six times the whole game. It became very predictable, the offense. To me, the biggest component to failure was that. I said a week ago, before this game was played, last Friday, I said one thing that was very glaring to me that was actually a red flag was the fact that Lamar was kind of like in awe and giving Patrick Mahomes way too much respect. It's one thing if you compete. This is some advice I hope Lamar sees. It's one thing in order for you to beat a man, you have to beat the man. I'll repeat that. In order for you to beat a man, you have to beat the man. You have to say, okay, I'm going to give this guy's respect. Don't disrespect someone. But I'm coming out here to compete. And you got to look at it as like I'm competing against this guy. When we're on the field, I'm trying to win. That's it. You understand? I was very, very, very keen in seeing that Lamar was given Patrick Mahomes too much of a psychological advantage. I don't play like playing against him. He almost came to me across as a guy that wanted an autograph more than anything. Okay, if you want an autograph from Patrick Mahomes, that's no problem. You compete against him hard on the field, and when the game's over, you tell him you want a jersey, and you say, I'll do the same for you. That's it. But you can't have those emotions of looking up to the guy, and especially athletes and celebrities, they can, they can sense that. They can sense it. That's almost like with me when I come in front of an athlete or celebrity, I'm coming in front of you like, no, you're not going to intimidate me. You're not nothing because they could sense that. They could feel that, that oh, I'm in awe of you. I definitely, that radiated over Lamar, and I felt like that was going to affect his play, which it did. During the first quarter, I thought that was brilliant for them to kick the ball off and give it to Lamar first. I thought that was genius because it put a lot of pressure on Lamar, and you could tell the way he was playing. He was playing real tight and uncomfortable to start the game, and that was really right there. I said, well, I kind of hope I was wrong, but I'm seeing it right here. Now, the second drive, he warmed up some. And he made that great play, but that was one of maybe four or five great passes that he made the entire game, which is not going to be enough to beat the Chiefs. Another person to blame was the defense. Defense, they really didn't stop the Chiefs. Another big component as to why the Ravens are not moving on is Zay Flowers. My man made it all about him. It's very clear that... That's one of the reasons why the Chiefs advance. Because football is a game of aggression, controlled aggression. You have to be, you have to go ahead and exert a lot of energy and be aggressive. But you also have to have capacity, mental capacity to control your emotions as to not let it get the best of you when the whistle blows, to not get these foolish personal foul penalties. And in Zay Farwa's case, 
a taunting penalty. That was clearly a taunting penalty. It was obvious that the refs made the right call. You did a you did a great play, and you was counterproductive and gave back 15 yards. And guess what? That 15 yards that you got penalized would have made the difference if you scored that touchdown on the fumble. Think about it. You'd have been 15 yards closer. You may not even had the dive. You could have just caught it in the end zone. Instead, you had to dive for it, and you fumbled. Then, after you fumbled the ball, which was a big mistake, but let's go further past that. What did you do after the fumble? You slammed down your helmet, and then you cut yourself, and you couldn't go back in the game right away. Immature, all about me behavior is the reason why the Ravens are going home. You did not act mature enough to play the Chiefs, and you unraveled. Very clear. The Chiefs outplayed the Ravens, and it was disappointing because I definitely expected better from the Ravens. The Chiefs, I knew they were going to come in and bring their stuff. That's what they always do. They don't beat themselves, but it was very difficult to see a team as good as the Ravens just crumble when the pressure was on. But that's what they did. As far as the Lions, before we got to Dan Campbell not kicking the field goal, I kind of felt the Lions were doomed because you had a big lead at halftime and then you started giving the ball back to the 49ers. And when the game was getting close and then when it was tied, I said, you're probably not going to win this game. And that's the Lions. So, yes, I would have taken the points in that, that position. I just felt as if you didn't need to go for it, kind of go for it with seven minutes to go. Even if you, you know what I mean? You kick the field goal, you tie, there's still seven minutes left in the game. It, it's very unlikely, in my opinion, the way that the 49ers are moving the ball, that you, they weren't going to at least get a field goal to go ahead and and take up on you. I just felt like it was too aggressive with too much time left in the game. You know, and he did that running play. He said by the third, you know, it cost him a, t- a timeout. Yeah, that was a mistake too. So the point is, there was not just that one play. If you guys want to get on Dan Campbell, there was a lot of plays prior to that. The fumble, the three scores in five minutes. I mean, you just can't do that if you were going to play in the championship game and expect you to win. I thought it was a great effort that the Lions did give. And they gave all they had, but the better team won. And that was the 49ers. It's a 60-minute football game, folks, for a reason. 60 minutes. You got to go out there and grind for 60 minutes. Not a half, not three quarters. 60 minutes. So, the question is, did the best two teams, we found out that these two teams were the best two teams. You know, I predicted the 49ers to beat the Lions. I still felt as if the Lions could have won this game, but I do I did pick the the 49ers to advance, and they did. I felt overall they were just a little bit stronger than the Lions, and that proved to be the case. And in the Ravens' case, I felt as if this was the Ravens' year. They were going to be able to get past a not as great of a Chiefs team that we're used to seeing. I felt as if the Chiefs were going to be well-coached, definitely know how to play themselves in the playoffs. They weren't going to beat themselves, but I felt like the Ravens were just with that defense was going to have enough to hold them off. Playing at home, 
It wasn't meant to be. You show you got a chance to watch in this AFC the AFC Championship game. Why the why the Chiefs win? They win because they have Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Andy Reid. They don't beat themselves. They're well coached. They don't let their emotion get the best of them doing taunting penalties. They'll even bait you into stuff, which became very apparent in this game. They're very good baiters. They'll give the bait, but they don't take the bait. So that's why they're advancing. As of right now, I have the Chiefs winning against the 49ers. I just feel as if it's just going to be a, a hurdle, I feel, with the 49ers to beat the Chiefs. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the 49ers win, but I just think I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I love their experience. I love their coaching. I, I'm not so sure how and Brock Purdy, we're going to talk more about him in a bit later. I'm not so sure how Brock Purdy is going to deal with this type of game in the Super Bowl. Not to say that he's he's not a very, very good quarterback, but Patrick Mahomes is a proven commodity. And with him being proven, Travis Kelsey, the coach, the game plan, I'm just going to pick the Chiefs. I just think the Chiefs are going to get it done. I know that a lot of people don't want to see the Chiefs get it. You know, I just – and I'm not going to lie to you. After seeing some of this behavior that I'm seeing the Chiefs and how they're starting to feel themselves a little too much, I, I'm on that boat too of kind of hoping I'm wrong, but I got the Chiefs winning as of right now. We'll see how that goes. But, yeah, the Chiefs showed why they, they win. They 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 have different team when it comes to playoffs. So, yes, the two best teams did advance. And what I think is the Chiefs are going to win in the Super Bowl. That's who I'm picking. I know that there's two weeks, something could change. And it's possible, you know, during these two, this gap of two weeks, well, it's, it's now it's only a week, a little over a week, but I've, I've watched enough Super Bowl, guys get in trouble with the law and things have, people got injured. That can change the outcome of the game. As of right now, so basically my opinion is subject to change, but I don't see so. I, I have the Chiefs winning in the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 58. And we're going to talk a bit about Brock Purdy now. You know, one of the criticisms that Brock Purdy gets unfairly is that he's a game manager. You cannot to me that's foolish. I don't I know who we're talking about who keeps dissing him. You can't be a game manager at this point playing against a team that was beating you at halftime and come back to win. You have to make plays to come back to win. You cannot turn the ball over to make to, to win the game. Brock Purdy has been making plays. You know, that's what I don't like about people is they try to always find a way to criticize somebody and negate their accomplishment. My dad may rest in peace, always just tell me, give credit where credit is due. Brock Purdy deserves a lot of credit because he could be throwing the ball over. He could be fumbling. He could be overthrowing guys all the time. He could be leading guys with his pass a little too much, get somebody really hurt, and get it tipped and picked. He's not doing that. 
He's making plays. You cannot be playing in these big games and advancing, especially against the Lions, the way they were down, unless you're balling. I think it's outright despicable at what Cam Newton is doing, trying to take shots at a guy that was playing the same position you were playing. To me, there was a code when I was working as a top performance salesperson. There was a code. The code was when you're dealing with somebody in sales in another profession or any other type of dealings, let's say I went to a furniture store or I went ahead and had to deal with something of that nature that was different than what I was doing, I would know that the person doing the same position as me and I would treat him with a lot of respect and courtesy. I wouldn't be so quick to throw him off the bus or publicly admonish them because they're doing the same thing I, I'm doing. Cam Newton is just a bitter guy who ain't got a job, who's just mad at the league and trying to take a dig at somebody who he feels as if it's low-hanging fruit, who he could kind of bully and get away with it. And I'm glad that Brock Purdy made his statement and put him back in his place. Cam, stop. Stop it while you're ahead. You're making a fool out of yourself. Stop trying to diss a guy who's playing in the league and playing in the Super Bowl a game you played in at one point and lost. You lost in the Super Bowl. And you lost. You had a fumble. You didn't even want to dive to get it. Okay? We haven't forgotten that. And again, you were available. My phone ain't ring. Nobody's calling you. They're not calling you for a reason. Get it through your head. They, you're out of the league for a reason. You know, I just love it when people just talk all this junk. I hear it all the time because I cover football. Hey, man, you know, I, I used to be great. I, I could be doing that. I could, Blah, 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 blah. You're not on the field. Somebody else is. So don't be giving me that. If somebody thought you could do a better job, you don't think they would have called you? Obviously, they don't think about you the same way you think about yourself. That's just the way it goes. Okay. If people thought you were nice and you were cool, you were better than Brock Purdy, they would have been calling you. And you're not better than Brock Purdy. You're not. Yes, you could probably run faster than Brock Purdy. Yes, you're bigger and stronger. But when it comes to quarterback, that is a different type of thing. You need to be a leader. You need to make passes when you need to. It's more about the team than it is about you. Cam Newton wants to be the flyest guy to every game. Every game I got to be have a new outfit, got to look good, but are you playing good? You haven't been playing good for a while, obviously. So you're looking good, but you ain't playing good, but yet you dissing somebody who's playing the same position you are or did, and they do it at an elite level. Stop, man. Stop it. I would have more respect if you was taking digs with somebody that wasn't playing a quarterback position. Yeah. But not a guy who was playing a quarterback position. Oh, you should play me and not play him because he's the game manager. Right. He's on the field playing. And he's playing at a high level. He brought the team back from a game. What did you do? Let him get his opportunity in Super Bowl. It is what it is. I'm actually hoping I'm wrong. And, and Brock Purdy does win. Because that will probably shut everybody up. And not only that, you know, I have to say over the last few weeks, the Kansas City Chiefs have been very unlikable. I have to agree with a lot of people saying, criticizing. So 
yeah, I, you know, I'm not a fan of the Chiefs, but they they've gotten they're rubbing me the wrong way. I'll just put it like that. And a lot of it has to do with the way they carry themselves, ego, this bush league behavior, Justin Tucker. You can just tell the way they're just handling themselves right now. They think that it's all about them. And I, I just hate to see that. So I still think the Chiefs are going to win. That's not the reason why I wore red today. I just, just want to let you guys know. But I do think the Chiefs are more than likely going to win. I, it's hard for me to bet against them. Against it being Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, Kelsey, Super Bowl, has experience. Not to say that anything can happen on any given Sunday. But unless something happens within this next little week or so, I, I'm going with the Chiefs to win Super Bowl 58. But we will keep you posted on that. And one thing I definitely wanted to to discuss is, you know, for those who don't know, the Fury and fight has been postponed. Fury did a did sustain an injury, a gash over his eye, so that fight is not going to be on the 17th. That is going to be postponed to a later date. We don't know when. That's the Usyk Fury fight, the heavyweight fight. I was actually looking forward to that. I was surprised that they actually signed the deal. They signed the deal and someone got injured. Fury sparring with a pretty bad gash. You can see it online. But that fight is, is going to be it is postponed. So don't look for that fight, unfortunately, on February 17th. Just wanted to keep you up to date on that. And I'm going to be checking out the uh, Pro Bowl. I'm going to be at the Pro Bowl. And I, I won't be... Uh, covering it unfortunately but i will be going there with my son which is probably like the the second coolest thing to do first well i would have to say it's the first coolest thing to do is going there with your son but a real close second is being on the field covering the game and yeah i will be at the pro bowl and you know getting on that i was trying everything i could to get media access for the pro bowl but the NFL is the NFL for a reason, and they run a tight ship. And typically, the media that they use, pretty big, big, big outlets. So let me just call for what it is. So I'm getting there, but I'm not there yet. So unless something changes, I will be at the game with my son, but I will be at the Pro Bowl. So we are going to see how that goes. I've actually never been to a Pro Bowl before, so it is, for those who don't know, it's going to be a flag event, flag football event. It's no pads, so no contact, but a lot of great NFL players are going to be there, so it should be interesting. I'm excited for the experience, and it's, you know, it's going to be definitely interesting. I'll let you guys know how it goes. It's going to be fun, and I love experiencing something for the first time. It's going to be new. So, yeah, I'll be at the Pro Bowl on Sunday. So, I got some really cool things coming up this coming up week. I don't want to spoil the surprise on that. You're just going to have to wait and see. But definitely, I'm excited about it. Man, I got to say, you know, fans of the Allen Alfred Sports Talk show, I got to give you guys major props. You guys are awesome. In fact, let me give you that round of applause to all the 
Allen Alfred Sports Talk Show fans, as well as the UFL Now, the UFL Fan Den fans. Whoops. <laughs> wrong, wrong track. In fact, I'm going to give you guys two rounds of applause. That's right. You know, you guys are really motivating me to move forward and and really helping me out. And I really appreciate all your support. I really do. It's been a, a great start to 2024. Going to get even better. Got a lot of great things coming up on the Allen Alpha Sports Talk show. Excited. I'm, you know, I'm doing double duties now. For those who don't know, joining late, I now co-host the UFL Fan Den, Kurt Swieger, and I am still doing the Allen Alpha Sports Talk show. That's not changing. So we're expanding. So now I do double duty. Who would ever thought that I'd be going live two times in the same day? Early uh, 11 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time Zone, UFL Fan Den, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time Zone, here on the Allen Alfred Sports 6 Show. So that's 10 o'clock a.m. CST Time, 8.30 p.m. T Time. You can catch me both times for now live on either YouTube or right here on the Allen Alfred Sports 6 Show. So let me give you guys the phone number so you can have this for the future. 516-418-5572. 516-418-5572. Definitely hold on to that number because you're going to need it in the future. But for now, what I'm going to do is go ahead and play another great Sam Scola song. That is none other than the Chef G's. Florida Barbecue Sauce song. So delicious and addicting. You may need a support group. Definitely do not forget to visit Chef G's right here in Tampa, 301 South 22nd Street, Tampa, Florida. 301 South 22nd Street, Tampa, Florida. Check it out. Make sure you do that. And make sure you check out Chef G's Florida Barbecue Sauce song. So delicious and addicting. You may need a support group. Let's play this Chef G's Florida Barbecue Sauce song. Let me do that for you right now. Comes in for variety, Chef G's Florida Barbecue Sauce. Natural flavor, Chef G's Florida barbecue sauce, Florida gold honey mustard on burgers and ribs, tasty fusion on pork and sausage, a classic taste for chicken steak chips, a hot. On meatballs and ham It's a cookout treat Chef G's Florida barbecue sauce Serve on fish 
fish and vegetables, Chef Cheese, Florida barbecue sauce, Chef Cheese, Florida barbecue sauce, Chef Cheese, Florida barbecue sauce. Delicious and addicting, you may need a support group. Definitely don't forget to visit Chef G's right here at flbbqsauce.com. Again, it's flbbqsauce.com. Or visit them right here in Tampa, 301 South 22nd Street, Tampa, Florida. Make sure you come by. Let them know that the Allen Alfred Sports Talk Show sent you. Thank you so much, Chef G's, for being a wonderful sponsor. Thank you so much for tuning in, folks. Let me, in fact, take a call for. Hey, how you doing? Hello? Me? Yeah, how you doing? Good. Good. I'm good. That's great. I'm so glad to hear from you. How you been? Good. How are you, Alan? I'm doing fantastic. I'm doing even better now that you called in. So glad to hear from you. And What are your thoughts on... The Super Bowl. I want the Chiefs to win. You know what? I haven't found somebody who who wants the 49ers to win yet. You want the Chiefs to win. Why Why the Chiefs? I'm a Taylor Swift fan. <laughs> now, that is something I have heard. Even Coach Shiver, who I've had on the UFL fan den early in the morning, he said his daughter he would his daughter would basically have it in for him if he would not have said he wanted the 40, the Chiefs to win. So maybe you could tell us what is so th- what's what is it about the Swifty thing that got you? I like her songs. Yeah, that's one thing that you can't deny. She has some outstanding songs. She's a she's a magnificent artist. I mean, whether you our fan or not, she is wonderful with her songs, her music. I mean, she's a billionaire. You don't just become a billionaire in this day and age unless you're doing something right. Exactly. Yeah, and she is a bona fide billionaire. She's a marketing guru. And I I agree with you. I don't think it's all her fault. It's the NFL. The, the NFL keeps panning to her. Well, she is getting one of the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you. Even though I'm not a Chiefs fan, I, I just find it hard to bet against the Chiefs. You got you got Taylor, you got <laughs> Travis Kelsey, you got Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes. They all have experience. That plays a big factor in these big games. Is this a monster game? Yeah, I agree with you. I, I think I think I think the Chiefs are going to win. Okay. But we're going to see. We'll see. I'll keep you posted. Um, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> but I definitely appreciate you. You're always, always on point. And you're going to do the show tomorrow, of course, right? Yes. All right. So 4 to 6 p.m., folks, Eastern Standard Time Zone. Tomorrow you'll catch Diane on the Enhanced Sports Show. Definitely don't forget to call in. 
back when we give you guys a phone number. It's 512-543-4662. 512-543-4662. You can catch Lou, Diane, and the whole crew between 4 and 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time Zone tomorrow. So make sure you guys call in and support them. Are you going to call in? I will. I will be there tomorrow. You got it. Can't miss it. Okay. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. I'll be there tomorrow. Mm-hmm. All right. So definitely appreciate you joining us here tonight, Diane. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. You're very welcome. A blessed night. That is so awesome, you know, to have Diane join us. Man, that is great. That is so great. And that's like <laughs> winning on a field goal or a Hail Mary pass right towards the end. But, man, it is – it's awesome, man. I have to say thank you guys for all your support. It's been outstanding. Make sure you – if you haven't done so already, subscribe to the Allen Alfred Sports Hook Show. And now you have to subscribe to UFL Fan Den. I'm so honored to be the co-host now. So I'm doing double duty. UFL Fan Den, as well as the Allen Alfred Sports Hook Show. And again, that show, the UFL Fan Den is 11 Eastern Standard Time Zone, 10 o'clock CST. I'm going to be here. Same bat time, bat channel, everything. Nothing's changing. 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time Zone as well as 8.30 p.m. CST. So just expanding and just, you know, taking advantage of the opportunities that are presented. So I'm glad to be doing double duty for you guys because I enjoyed doing what I'm doing. Till we meet again, I will give you guys updated on how this week goes. You have a blessed week, blessed weekend. Be safe, be well. Going to close the show out with a Sam Solo Skong. And definitely, again, if you need to have a songwriter, you need a guy that you can rely on, make some great songs, Sam Skola is your guy. Make sure you definitely don't forget to reach out to me here on the Allen Alfred Sportsbook Show. I'll connect you with Sam Skola. Thank Sam Skola and his beautiful wife, Mary, right there out of Maine. And we're going to end the show with another great Sam Skola song, the Sam Skola outro. Got a great treat for you guys coming up for Super Bowl weekend. So make sure you listen in next Friday. Same bad time, same bad channel, 930 p.m. Eastern Standard Time Zone. Got a nice little treat for you. But we're going to end the show on a Sam Scola song. You guys be blessed, be well. Take care of yourself until we meet again. This is the end of the Allen Alfred Sports Truck Show. Take care for now.
Sponsor.